Hello, and welcome to Menno Minis. I am Denise Wellick-Peterson, founder of the Menopause Project, creator of the Use Your Cycle Method. I've been a personal trainer for the last 18 years to hundreds of women, helping them through hormonal disruption, perimenopause, and menopause. Coming out on the other side, celebrating their strength, their health, and their wisdom. Because menopause doesn't have to suck. In Menno Minis, we'll be discussing everything from workouts and veggies to sleep and sex, becoming an empty nester, and everything that comes along with that. Welcome to today's Menno Mini. Hello, how is everybody doing today? All right, today we are going to talk about a little bit of education around our hormones. Because you know that little bit of education we got back in the fifth or sixth grade, the one that told us how not to have babies and, and what not to do? The one that never really explained the hormones at play and never really explained what was going on and how we would feel, just, you know, that there would be times we didn't feel so good. Today we're going to talk about some of that stuff and how once we know some of those things, how we can support the hormones at play and live a life in flow. Today, we're gonna to talk about the hormonal symptoms of perimenopause, the timelines around puberty, perimenopause, menopause, the socially expected norms, and that the real deal is, it doesn't have to be horrible. In fact, the women I've led through the Use Your Cycle Method are always in awe of how good they feel and wish they'd known sooner. So first truth bomb, there are tweaks to our lifestyle that can be used and applied from your very first period until you are dead. So this period is for all you women because hormones are hormones and even when you quit having your period, you can support the hormones you still have for a luscious, vibrant life well until, well, till pretty late in life. All right, let's dive in. Starting today, right now, we are going to take back control of our hormones. We will no longer be victims of happenstance. After today, we know we have choices because when you know what your hormone cycle looks like and how to support it, we can use our cycles to manage our weight, losing any extra if we have it, sleep more soundly, have energy all month long, have clear heads, be even keeled every week of the month, and be done with PMS. No more cravings, mood swings, angry outbursts, no more energy drops, not tonight, honey, brain farts, or hormonal depression. In fact, we'll be so symptom-free, we'll have to track our periods on a calendar? Did anyone else grow up watching movies thinking that was some sick joke by a male writer? If you're already period-free, stay with me because all of these protocols apply to you too. Hormones aren't as dramatic after menopause, but there are still hormones. So starting today, periods and hormones are no longer in control of your lives. Let's start with a little Know Your Cycle 101. Your typical hormone cycle is 28 days. Day one is the first day of your period and lasts three to six days. From day one to 14, estrogen is on the rise. Days 13 to 15-ish is ovulation. You might notice a slight temperature spike. 
which indicates a switch to the progesterone phase, days 15 to 28. Let's start with week one, menstruation. And energy is on the rise. Libido is on the rise because estrogen is rising. Your brain is a little bit more analytical and it's in goal setting mode. Week two, estrogen is peaking. Your libido is revving. Workouts are easy and it's a great time to gain muscle. Your brain is a little bit more creative and it's a great time for brainstorming. Your body is ready to get pregnant. You know, all that survival of the species business. Days 13 to 15 is ovulation. It's usually marked by a temperature spike. You've got a few days to get pregnant here. Now you've got a few days beforehand, before ovulation, because sperm can last up to five days and a few days afterwards, okay? Week three, we're switching over to the progesterone phase. Estrogen starts dropping and progesterone is on the rise. It's encouraging you to lay low in hopes of a baby. Workouts start to feel harder and in fact are quite a bit harder. The brain is looking for feedback and negotiation is on point. Sex, a little bit more foreplay and slower. Week four, progesterone has also started to decline along with estrogen. Typical PMS starts if the hormones are unsupported. Workouts are hard. Now is a great time to switch to things like restorative yoga, stretching, and foam rolling. The brain wants to wrap up project. It, it kind of goes into a nesting mode, just like when you're in month nine of pregnancy, right? And sex, it is all about the cuddles and taking your time or sending him out with the guys. Now let's talk about perimenopause. Did you know that perimenopause, well, okay, first, let's talk about menopause. Menopause is only a 12-month period of no periods. After that, you are considered postmenopausal. So you never really know when you're on menopause officially because, you know, there's that time during perimenopause where you can go months without periods and then boom, you have one. So you start that menopause time all over again. Okay, so perimenopause. The symptoms of perimenopause can start as much as 10 to 15 years before actual menopause. So what do these symptoms look like? If we listen to the comedians, because they are the only ones talking about menopause, you won't remember a thing. You'll be breaking out into body drenching sweats in the middle of business meetings. You'll swing from Pollyanna to Helga the Horrible at the flip of a switch. And you're never going to have sex again. It's definitely not the guy's fault. I mean, he does have that little blue pill to fall back on. And overnight, you're going to bust out of all of your clothes, doomed to wear elastic waistbands and cardigans for the rest of your life. Now, menopause in the U.S. typically starts around the age of 51. So do the math. That means that perimenopause can start as early as 36. All of you gals who keep telling me you're too young, you're not. And unfortunately, the comedians got a lot of it right except they left out that you will quit sleeping, drag through your day only to catch your second wind at bedtime. And when you do get to sleep, the night sweats will wake you up lying in a puddle of sweat so big, you actually have to get up 
and change the sheets. They left out the part about wine or really any alcohol is going to start affecting you very differently. They left out the whiskers that come out of nowhere. They left out the itching, all over itching for no reason. They left out the anxiety, the depression, even vertigo. They left out vaginal dryness and atrophy that is a big reason for lack of sex. It is physically painful. They left out the part about male pattern baldness and male pattern fatness. That's right, your hair is gonna thin out and that beer belly that men get, you're gonna get it too. And now for the kicker, these symptoms, they don't end when you hit menopause. These symptoms can go on, all of them, into your 70s. More math. Symptoms can start around age 35 and go to age 70. That's 35 years. That's half a lifetime. But hold on just a minute. Menopause, periods, they weren't always like this. Periods used to be a non-issue. No skipping days of work for migraines or cramps so severe you passed out. No being put on birth control for the symptoms of menstruation. No cravings, binges, or other stereotypical PMS signals. And menopause wasn't even a word until the late 1800s. Hormones are not supposed to be a problem. They are just little chemical messengers the brain sends to the body. And in the last 150 years, they have gotten out of whack. Maybe it's the food-like substances we eat. Maybe it's the grossifying of periods or making them dirty. Maybe it's the environment or drugs or working outside the home. Maybe it was when instead of learning about hormones, we were taught where babies came from and not what happens all those fertile years when we were not trying to have kids. Now what? Now you're done being ruled by your hormones because knowledge is power. Let's move on to the support your cycle. Postmenal gals, stay with me. You still have hormones. Turns out 95 to 98% of hormonal issues can be cleared with lifestyle and nutrition protocols. In all the education, I've put together seven main protocols. Protocols that can start working into your monthly cycle as early as period number one. And you can keep using them all your life. You don't need to use all seven protocols, but the more you're using, the easier it is to live life in the flow. All of the protocols, they're broken into the estrogen and progesterone phase. Remember, we talked about those just a few minutes ago. Here, though, is where postmenopause gals really get a jump in easy because they get to pick what day is day one and just roll with it. Versus women who are still having a period, you need to figure out when day one was. So you'll really need to start marking your calendars if you want to start using your cycle. You might opt to track ovulation with your temperature spikes, or you can just roll with the switches between days in 14 and 15. There's three exercise and recovery-based protocols and three nutrition-based protocols. Wait, that's only six. Oh yeah, stress reduction, that's a steady all month line. Like I said, do what you can. Many of my former clients only wanted exercise protocols, so that's where we started. But as they started seeing results, they added the nutrition protocols to really amplify them. As you start using the protocols more regularly and more of them, you're going to suddenly realize that you are sleeping through the night and dreaming again. 
that your pants are falling off, you're feeling frisky, and you can remember your coworkers and maybe even your kids' names. I say realize because once your hormones start acting up, weight loss is really the last thing to change. First, you get to sleep. Then your energy increases. Then your pants fall off. And then the scale moves. This makes it very hard to keep doing all of the protocols because sometimes the scale goes up and we forget to check in on our non-scale goals. Ladies, if you still have a scale, throw it out. Now, all these protocols lean into what your hormones support. Survival of the species. During the estrogen phase, we adjust both cardio and strength training to lean into the extra energy that estrogen gives us. And because estrogen leans cooler, so does recovery. This is a great time to try an ice bath. Not for me. And also not in week four. This is weeks one and two. Progesterone phase. As energy drops, so does intensity at the gym. No ice baths. This is the time to hit the sauna. Lean into that extra degree or two since ovulation. The nutrition... The nutrition protocols, they also lean cool and warm. The fact is that when we lean into the hormones, we naturally lose weight easier. During the estrogen phase, your body uses carbs preferentially. We lean into the natural. Progesterone phase, the body preferentially uses fat and is able to use a few, one to 300, more calories daily. Lean, baby. Quit white-knuckling it through some arbitrary diet. Use your hormones to create a high-energy lifestyle with great sleep, great sleep, sex, and moods. And no more throwing hangry into the mix. Now, you have two choices. Keep doing what you are doing and let your hormones run the show. Or lean into your hormones, start supporting them, and then using them for a life in the flow. If you want more information, if you have questions or there's anything I can answer for you, I would love to chat. Drop it in the comments. Send me a message. Have a fantastic day. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Thanks so much for listening. It would mean a ton to me if you left a review or passed this podcast onto your best gal pals. And hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you have any questions, be sure you join the Menopause Project on Facebook to get them answered. Until next time.